hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of Uniprep, the only blog that helps you answer all of your college questions and concerns. Today, we will be talking about the levels of secondary school, relatives that went to college, and different schools inside of a, a university. Let's get started. So, do colleges see all schools the same? As you might imagine, to colleges, not all secondary schools are created equal. Uh, Some are seen higher when they compare grades of two different students from two different schools. The academic rigor and opportunities that you can take at that school are taken into account. Your grade at the very competitive school won't be seen the same as someone else who went to an easier school. Uh, The same with opportunities to take advanced courses. If your school doesn't offer it, it won't be held against you at all. And moving on to the next question. Which are seen better? Uh, While there is no, like, win-all type of school, like, like it has to be boys only or girls only or it has to be religious, um, you should probably already know just about where your school is on the disciplinary side and academic side. And colleges know this too, as I have said. Generally, private schools are better. Uh, It's not the rule, but generally they are. And generally, religious taught schools are also better. But again, this is not the case for every school. There can definitely be public schools that are better than uh, private schools in your area. Moving on. How much of an advantage is it? Well, while high grades are high grades everywhere, and admissions people know this, there is <coughs> there is definitely some difference between 100 in a hard school or 100 in your run-of-the-mill public school. Now, I'm not saying anything against public school, but if it's a very prestigious high school, it's, it's not going to be looked upon the same, and you probably know that. Your school situation really sets your settings, So, for these colleges can judge, and while it isn't that important, your school that you went to, it might be enough to push you over the edge and get into the, your first choice college, so, it, it, it is important. And the next question, are extracurriculars from different schools different? Now, extracurriculars may be the only thing that are universal to colleges, no no matter really where you went. If you were on the debate team um, from like a public school, and you're just as good as someone on the debate team from a private school, then that still stands, you're just as good at them. It makes sense, since they aren't attached to your school. And extracurriculars don't just count as clubs, they can be jobs or other things outside of the school. So, these are universal, you because... It's you do it yourself. It doesn't have to do with your school, really. And now for the last question of this topic. Are athletes seen differently? Now, athletes from different schools, while their teams may be better, that isn't what they look for. Because they're not going to be recruiting your whole team. They're going to be recruiting you. So if your team isn't that good, but you are amazing then they will see that rather than the fact that your team haven't really won that much. Now, they do look at championships and how much your team has won, don't get me wrong, 
but they more so look at individual playability. So, to answer the question, no, athletes are not seen differently because it mostly depends on the individual, not the school around him. Moving on to the next topic. Is it better that a relative went to the school? Now, per legacies, which is uh, what that is, when a relative has been to a school before you, it will help you in the admission process, but maybe not for the reasons you think, because someone in your school and your family has been through it before. Uh, it helps you more since it shows that you have a you have more of a desire to go there than someone else because your parents went there, and you are more likely to give them money. Yes, this is true. Uh, legacies will be more likely to give schools money than people who are first-timers to that school. <clears throat> However, this legacy will only get you so far as higher universities aren't as concerned with your legacy as others. So definitely search up which ones do while you are looking for colleges. So that begs the question, how much more of an advantage is it? As I've said, it is somewhat of an advantage, but not a full advantage, like only in small ways um, for the more prestigious schools. For other schools, it is very useful. For example, Notre Dame views a legacy as something that is very important when considering an application. Uh, make sure that you stay diligent, though, and if you're going to go to a school that your parents go to, don't just rely on your legacy to fall back on and definitely do things for yourself. Overall, it helps for some schools, and it really helps for others. That's the way, the best way I can put it. However, if you have no legacy and you want to go to a school, uh, fret not because it isn't really held against you at all. It's just something that gives a boost if you have it, doesn't penalize you if you don't. And now, moving on to the next question. Is it better than the first time? Uh, now, being a first generation, um, which honestly, if I'm going to give a definition, no one really knows what it means. It can either mean somebody who is first to go to college in America, or someone whose parents didn't go to college in the first place. Um, you will find those as the two most popular definitions. So, if you're one of those, is it better than being a legacy? Now, we really don't know. There probably is some way of comparing the applications of legacies and first generations. However, n no one has found that yet. Um, <clears throat> however, with how it stands today, let's be honest, a first generation would probably have a slight edge. Not much, but a slight edge. And the next question. Do clubs like that you are a legacy, senor? Well, they, while colleges don't see it as um, important, it can still boost it. your chances in that club if your parents were in that club when they went to the school. Now, obviously, you don't need to apply for a club, so it's not like you have a better chance or an edge at getting in, but most would say that you are a bit favored, uh, for the fact that your parents were in the same club. So the club is good enough to span two generations, um, in their opinion. So I guess you're more valued, question mark, but I guess it falls to the person, really. 
and the next questions. Do sports teams like it? Now, sports teams are really indifferent. Uh, although athletes are on the same page as legacies, uh, which being that they have an advantage at getting in, and some would say that they have a reserved spot on every uh, year, um, at least they don't they don't care that your parents played the sport. And why would they? It's about how good you are, now how, not how good your parents were when they went there. Um, that's why legacy advantages are honestly dumb, in my opinion. Because they give an advantage based on something that's out of your control, like where your parents went. It's just, like, I get that they do it because they're more likely to give money, but still, I just think it's, uh, greedy, let's say. And moving on to the first question of the last topic. Can a one school have a multiple colleges? Uh, yes, one school and a lot do have smaller sections within their whole campus. For example, the standard um, is a liberal arts college, which just has a lot of made different majors in it. Uh, then a science and technology college, which makes sense, self-explanatory, and a nursing college, which is for all medical students. However, they don't all follow this formula, and some have more, some have less. This is really what sets um, some places apart and makes them renowned. For example, American University has a School of Foreign Relations, which sets them apart from other colleges, if you want to go into that. And the next question, what kind of schools are they? Now, these are universities that I was talking about. It's more so universities, not colleges, um, with, which have colleges inside of them, each having a different field of study. Now, a degree from one isn't superior to a degree from another. Like, you're not more renowned if you graduate with a degree from the nursing school than from the liberal arts school. Because for what job you want, they're probably going to be equal in value. Um, they both require work and are challenging in their own way. Now, what kind of colleges there are depends on the school. They're all different, so make sure to check online and see what different schools they have within them. And the next question, can you double major in different schools? Now, in most universities, you can either double major or major and minor in two different colleges. It sounds difficult, and it is, but it can be helpful if you want to pursue something else besides just one major. So the answer is yes, you can take the necessary um, classes to major in a specific college, and at the same time take classes to major, excuse me, major in a separate college. Um, it definitely is possible and you will have free time, and it can definitely be helpful. Uh, some, very few, don't allow you to do it, um, but most will. And the next question, can you transform? Another thing that is a yes, you can transfer from one college on a campus to another college on a campus. If you don't like how your studies are going at one college, then you can transfer to another college with its own classes <coughs> and graduate <coughs> from that college the same as you would from the one that you signed up for originally. Now, you can't do this after sophomore year for many colleges 
Uh, that's the ending point for many of them. But you can check because very few will let you. Secondly, it is a complicated process. And again, most colleges will only let you transfer once. So up to sophomore year and once. So be absolutely sure that you want to transfer. And the last question for today. Is it harder to get into one than another? The answer is no. <clears throat> Every college on the university grounds has the same acceptance rate since they are all part of the same university. They have the same admissions officers, and they have the same dean. Uh, while some might be subjectively or even objectively harder than others, uh, there's still the same amount of difficulty to get into. Um, the workload ch depends, but they're all the same to get into. It's sort of like if you want to get into one school, you get into all of them once you get there. Because you pick which one you get you want to go to once you get there, and then, as I said before, you can transfer. So it's really a good um, deal. And now for everyone's favorite part of every episode, and definitely nobody's least favorite, the part where I read letters from colleges and make fun of them. I still don't have a name for this uh, section. Uh, that's my bad. Now, first off, we have a very specific letter. Now, when you see this letter, the first thing that you see is Ikea. And when I saw this, uh, I thought it was an ad from Ikea. But upon opening it, it reveals itself to be like, what, it, what comes from Sweden? Ikea. What else comes from Sweden? The Nobel Prize. The University of Chicago has a bunch of Nobel Prize winners. Like, who, who makes that connection? Why, why put Ikea? Why not just put the Nobel Prize on the cover instead of putting Ikea? Well, that's probably the funniest one. Next up, it's just like, it's just a bunch of tropes that I've noticed with colleges, letters. Um, first off, a lot of them are just copies of their emails, and it's really funny because they still have the links in them, but you can't click them because they're on paper. Uh, that's a big oof. And the next thing is that a lot of them have, like, your name, and then we're interested in you. Be like, or like, your grades were outstanding, and here's why we're interested. It's like, just please, can you be original? Um, a lot of them have, like, their distances from a lot of big cities. It's like, ugh, I kind of want to be in those big cities, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be, like in a smaller town that's like three hours away from New York City. I would rather be in New York City. And the last thing is like, I keep getting messages from state universities from really far away states like Arizona and Oregon. Do state universities really need to advertise? They're, they're state universities. It's self-explanatory. Well, that is all we have time for today. I hope you have thoroughly enjoyed this installment of Uniprep. And I hope you will catch the next episode. Goodbye.